not happy about this. There you are. Yeah. Yes, you are. Okay. Can I just say something before you get in? Okay. I I have a theory about Trump. You have a theory about Trump? I I don't want to start with it because I know you want to start with the syphilis hands. Okay. But I, I just want to tease the fact that I have a brilliant analysis and I think I figured something out about Trump. Okay. Okay. Um, but get into the the whole syphilis thing first, okay? Well, do you want to do your theory about Trump to set up the syphilis and the dementia and all the other things that are going around about Trump today after uh, just this incredible speech? Yesterday no, because animal crackers. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was. No, because my theory isn't so much explaining Trump. It's explaining why people have gravitated towards him. And it's not, everyone's an idiot. Um, It's not that. I have a theory, and I I punched this theory out on the show a couple of days ago. And the two guys I, I work a morning show with on the locker room looked at me with vacant eyes. And I'm like, I just dropped some brilliance on you, yeah, A-holes. But what did it do? Was and, it a well-thought-out, well-planned yes, brilliant, theory, or was it one of your classic Lachlan 80? No. You guys, here's a theory, and then you start talking about, like, bariatric brilliant. surgery. Br- no, brilliant. Right, Let, okay. Let's get into syphilis. I have a question about syphilis, right. and then you go. Is this the one where if you don't get enough vitamin C? <laughs> B12, I think. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I want to get into it because... Like we, you know, we're at that point now where Trump is just this enigma. Like he's just this yeah. fucking thing, this criminal, this disgusting pig who everybody's still rallying around. Ran the Iowa caucus. He barely won, but he won. And said he destroyed everybody. He's in court today trying to defend. I thought himself. he won with a landslide, didn't he? What's that? I thought he won with a landslide. Wasn't no, it like- no, it was a landslide because, like, they, if you look at the votes, I think he won by seven thousand votes. You know, percent, was that were, it? Yeah, dude, they're passing around a fucking paper bag with the votes in it. Like it was just, it was hilarious. So, I mean, it is, it's a disaster. They're, they're like, you know, a preview of what the conservative party in Canada is probably going to be like in the next couple of years if they stay the same route that they're going, which is just populist bullshit, lying to people, fear porn. And he was all world yesterday. So he's involved in this trial, right? So he's in Iowa giving a speech. He wins the primary. Kind of going back and forth. Nothing. Yeah, he's going back and forth to New York, to Iowa, to Florida. Mm-hmm. He's in New Hampshire tomorrow. And he's fucking dead in the water. Like, there's no way he's going to win this election. There is literally no way. He can but it, they are saying that, hands down, he's going to win the nod for the Republican Party. And he's going to be the next. Mind-blowing in itself. 91 different indictments. Again, the my my theory. My theory. Well, I, I, I have a theory. theory in just a second. Yeah, you can't okay. keep referring to the theory, interrupting me with the theory, and then not talking about the theory. So you told me to get to the I syphilis. Just, I know doing. how excited you are about the syphilis. I'm so excited about the syphilis. So yesterday, he's walking out of court, right, in New York, and he waves to people. And this is the picture. This is okay. the picture of him. Uh, this is his finger. That's his, his. He's got these open fucking sores, and it sent everybody for a loop open sores on his thumb, the inside of his finger. And at first I'm like, man, that looks like he heated up a crack pipe way too hot, but it's on all of his fingers, open sores, ulcers, and blood. So huh. 
Apparently, according to James Carville, who is not a doctor, he's a Democratic uh, political analyst and pundit, helped Clinton get elected years and years and years ago. He's the he's the bald guy from Alabama. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I think he's fucking hilarious. Like he's uh, he talks like you and I, but he reads way more than us. He was an old school. Yeah, totally old school. So he was in old school the movie. Yeah, he was in old school the movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in the debate. He was in the debate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Will Ferrell totally had a fucking seizure and almost blacked out. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah, James Carvel. That's him. Yeah. Well, he puts out a video. He can he consults a whole bunch of doctors. He's like, what is on Trump's fingers? I hate to tell you, but I think Trump has the sif. <laughs> what 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 Donald is Trump has the syphilis? Let me get to the video. I'll play it for you. This is fucking wild. This is James Carville talking about Donald Trump walking out of the E. Jean Carroll thing, where by the way, he's been convicted of being a rapist already. Now it's just about you know monetary amounts, and now it's just about defamation because he continued to call E. Jean Carroll a liar, the beautiful woman who he raped years ago. He's a total fucking rapist. Anyway, this is this is James Carville saying. Pretty sure he's got syphilis. I want you to listen very carefully because he talks like you and me. He's just way smarter. If you go to the Drudge Report, and I think it'll still be up, the, the, the story that talks about Trump having hand cuts, and you can link to it. They don't look like cuts to me. They look like sores. And I've asked a number of MDs what medical condition manifests itself through hand sores, and the answer is immediate and unanimous, secondary syphilis. All right. I think there, I think there's a good chance this man has to clap, and I'm not being particularly secretive about it. I am texting the photo. You can link to it. It's in some operation called the Daily Mail. It's some British thing. It's probably a Fleet Street rag, but you know, maybe the picture was doctored or whatever. But I, maybe the story goes somewhere. Maybe it won't. But I'm telling you, at one o'clock Eastern, I'm humping this thing like a young dog on old furniture. <laughs> Okay, no. Let me ask a question because I don't, yeah. I don't know much about syphilis. That's right? a and good was, thing, by the way. I was you joking. Don't, don't I was joking about syphilis. I was joking about the vitamin C reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I have heard a couple of things. If and for some reason, I don't know why. Every year, our syphilis numbers in Alberta are like reported, and they're the out roof. of hand. Yeah, and and it's like we've got more syphilis cases in Alberta than any other province in the country. That, and I'm not making that up. Well, I mean, well, can I can, and can I just add a little to what you're saying here, real quick? Um, your province is the least most vaccinated province in the country. Number one, number two. It's also the province that believes the least in traditional medicine and trusts doctors the least. So yeah, yeah, there's that a makes reason sense. why super gonorrhea calls Edmonton home. Okay. Okay. So it, so syphilis is the clap. Yeah. And Dope. it's just it's just another name for it. Yeah. Gonorrhea is another name for it. No, gonorrhea is a little bit different, um, but I believe they are from the same sort of bacterial strep family that poisons your bloodstream, gives you open sores. Traditionally on your hands, your face, your mouth, your ding-a-ling, ladies, your lady ding-a-ling. And uh, if you get syphilis, if it goes untreated, it can work its way into your brain and that's what I was going to dementia. Al Capone died of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask 
does this not have long-term implications for your mental health if it goes untreated? Correct. So now, not only does he take Sudafed every day, that was the other thing. Remember, everyone was saying that he, he pounds, he pounds the, the illegal, yeah, yeah, the illegal Sudafed gets it from Britain. Codeine in it, you got to get it shipped in from fucking Mexico or something. <laughs> so he's on, he's on like basically, um, he's basically on 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 speed, like, yeah, and and now he's got syphilis. Yeah, and, and and dementia when it gets syphilis when it gets in your brain. It robs your brain of B12 and vitamins that help you maintain memory. And so what it call it's called a neurosyphilis. It's like it's syphilis that's so bad, gone untreated. And, and in the case of Donald Trump, looks like it's gone untreated for a fucking long time. Where the so sword, do you think, secondary do you, sword what, is showing up on his hands. Did you do any research? Wounds. Did you do any research okay, about yeah. where is that where is it at if it's starting to show up as sores on your hands? Yeah, it's it, that's what secondary syphilis is. It's like wildly untreated syphilis. So the dude, Does that mean it's in his head? It's in now, his brain apparently. Yeah, which explains okay. which a lot explains of his speech last night where he was talking about I don't know, animal crackers. He uh, brings up animal animal said, crackers. Well, I'm good at tests, so What's the story? He said, well, the problem is, you know, people will find out. And uh, if you do badly, it's not a particularly good thing. You don't want to have some guy get like uh, like a disaster. I said, well, is that a hard test? It can be hard. I said, look, I got to take it because I got to shut it up. And I took it and I aced it. I think it was 35, 30 questions. And let me tell you, you know, they always show you the first one, like a giraffe, a tiger or this or that, a whale. Which one is the whale? Okay, and that goes on for three or four, and then it gets harder and harder and harder, and then it's multiplied 3,293 times four, divide by three. They have plenty of tough stuff. But those last 15, 20 questions. It's plenty of tough stuff. Giraffe, whale. It doesn't look like there's sores on his hands there. No, I think it was the other hand. Okay. All right. I think it's probably why he's keeping that hand down. I don't know. I mean, you can't see to your point. Yeah, you're right. You can't see the sores there, but I think it was the other hand. It gets better. It's get, it gets better. Listen to him last night, go full syphilis dementia talking about banking. But we're also going to place strong protections to stop banks and regulators from trying to debank you from your, you know, your, your political beliefs, what they do. They want to debank you and we're going to debank Think of this. They want to take away your rights. They want to take away your country. The things you're doing, all electric cars, give me a break. If you want an electric car, good. But they don't go far. They're very expensive. They're going to be. You just fucking... He just, he rambles, eh? And dude, it's... people, the, the, the funny part is people are like. Time for my theory. Incredible. Time for my theory. That, that criminal guy with syphilis, that criminal rapist with fucking steaming with syphilis. Way to go. You can tell the difference between a giraffe and a whale. That's awesome. I love this guy. Way to go. Okay. I have I want given you to up. Yeah. I have given up with the the whole idea of trying to explain what's going on down there, right? So I cuz it'll drive you crazy. It makes no sense. The 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 whole thing is 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 nuts. And I'm talking about the whole thing, not just Trump. The whole race, it's it's unbelievable what 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 we're dealing with and what they're dealing with in politics is just it's it's complete insanity. So 
I walk away constantly. I've been watching a lot of old movies lately to avoid the news, if I'm being honest with you. But I had a I had a memory show up on my Facebook page. And it was me and my wife. We used to do these trips with the radio station to, to Jamaica. And they would send us to Sandals. And we'd broadcast for a week, tell everybody how great it was, give away some trips. We were very lucky. I think I got sent down there four times, three, four times. And every time we went to Jamaica, there would always be, and this is similar whenever you travel, there would always be people from around the world. So you're in the hot tub, you're having your drink, and you'd be sitting across from another couple. And they're like, hey, where are you from? Oh, we're from Alberta. Oh, that's how we hear it's cold up there. And where are you from? We're from California. We're from Texas. We're from um, we're from Montreal. Whatever, right? So you have yeah. these conversations. You meet these people that are on a nice vacation and listen, stereotypes exist for a reason. So I know, I know that not every American is this way, but there is such a thing as a loud American, an obnoxious American. And when you run into it, you often wonder do they know what they're doing? Do they realize how they're coming off? And I think they do. And there's just this arrogance to them. And they kind of, they're kind of wired like, I'm here on vacation. I'm from the greatest country in the world. We're number one. We have the We're most the impressive military in the world. And Move I'm out of my fucking way. And I'm going to say... And I'm going to do whatever I want. And I don't care what anybody thinks. And it's an ego thing. And listen, not all Americans are like that. But if you've ever traveled, you will run into them. You'll have a couple like that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, not, and, and, and quite often, it isn't even alcohol fuel. It's just who they are. Yeah, it's hubris filled. It's xenophobia. It's like this fucking belief that they're from this land that can do no wrong we're the most yes. powerful we're the most impressive we're gdp is the highest and it's people that don't care about those things they just need those things to stand behind because they have absolutely no brain at all and the inability to fucking actually negotiate life so that's their foundation their entire identification is why everybody wears those fucking flags flag shirts flag hats flag this flag that it's all about not about me it's about what this represents and my part in it. And by the way, that gives me the gusto to be a complete and utter fucking loser. Yes. And, and they're often aggressive in, in, in a social situation. Yeah. It's funny. You brought up the, the, the shorts or the, the flags. Cause the, the one guy that we were sitting with, with, and I remember seeing a picture of it on my Facebook page. Cause we used to go in January all the time. Yeah. You couldn't see it, but I remember laughing because he had American flag shorts on. Like, and they celebrate the fact we're the greatest. I think that explains where that, that population is at with respect to Trump. I think they've just picked that guy and they just think like this. He's the embodiment of all no, things. I think they America. know. I think they know he's a tool, yeah. but I think they, I think they look at it this way. I think it's I think it's one of these things where they go, he's our guy. I know he's a criminal. I know he's a complete arse, yeah. but I don't care. We're from the United States of America. 
this is my guy. You guys can all shove it. We don't yeah. care what you think. Yeah. And I think that explains why about half of that population is okay with this man running. I mean, it's not a complete. It's okay. They're okay supporting a rapist for president. They're okay with supporting yeah. a legitimate criminal. We're going to do what we president. want. This is the greatest country in the world. And yeah. if we want to put a complete lunatic in charge of it, we're going to suck we're it. it. We're, in a, we're in the United <laughs> States of America. I don't think I'm wrong. No, I, I don't know that you are either, dude. He put something out today about absolute immunity, and I want to read this to you. And people love this shit, right? They're like, yeah, I get it. That's our president. Uh, all caps, of course. The president of the United States must have full immunity, without which it would be impossible for him or her to function properly. Any mistake, even well-intended, will be met with almost certain indictment by the opposing party at term end. Even events that cross the line must fall under total immunity. Or it will be years of trauma trying to determine good from bad. There must be certainty. Example, you can't stop police from doing their job and strong and effective crime prevention because you want to guard against the occasional rogue cop or a bad apple. Sometimes you just have to live with the great but slightly imperfect, which is what he is calling his attempted insurrection, the attempted coup of the United States. He's like, and then what he's saying is, is that I deserve complete and utter immunity. All presidents must have it. Or the authority and decision, sorry, decisiveness of a president in the United States will be stripped and gone forever. Hopefully this will be an easy decision. God bless the Supreme court. So well, what he's doing there the is ticket, telling, right? about well, him being telling every one of his voters, yeah. he's like, Hey guys, listen, I should be allowed to do whatever the fuck I want. Every yeah. president should be allowed to do whatever the fuck you want, but they are so stupid. They don't look at the other side of that coin or the butterfly effect of that. Where if that is the case, then Joe Biden should just have SEAL Team 6 go down and shoot Donald Trump in the head. And that's just a mistake. And he gets total immunity for it. Like, I, it, it blows my mind that that resonates with those people. And to your point, a lot of those people are not stupid. They just benefit from or have this ideology in their head that, hey, listen, I am America. Donald Trump is America. Dude puts face paint of America on, hugs the American flag. That's all I need. We need a bully like that to be a bully for America. We don't give a shit about yeah. anything else. But it's also the authoritarian slant, which I think is fucking hilarious. The majority of people, there's a poll out the other day, CNN did, 65% of evangelicals said they prefer Donald Trump's dictatorial style because it's what they're kind of used to, right? Which is the belief in one thing, one person that tells you how to run your life, which is why evangelical America is okay with a dictatorship because that's their fucking ideology. They literally are like behooven to be fucking uh, submissive to one guy, one ideology, mm, one yeah, religion, right? Yeah. So they're okay with it. And then you've got dumb America over there that's like, so it's just like Canada. Dumb America, it's like, hey, listen, I don't care what that guy says, to your point, he he makes it cool for me to wear these sweet shorts to the pool when I'm on vacation. He's my guy. Canada. He's my that's guy, my and guy. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what the rest of the world thinks. We're going to put him in power again. I I do I do need to to say this out loud. Like when I go to bed tonight, I need to believe this uh, because I think another four years with Trump would be detrimental to to not just the United States of America, but I I think it would hurt us around the world, um, and I think uh, Canada um, as well. I think he's I think he's a dangerous very dangerous man. And I, I, I think there's enough people. And again, back to the, 
back to the not everybody in the United States is like that guy that I was sitting next to in the pool um, from Texas in Jamaica a couple years ago. I think I think there's enough people in the United States of, United States of America that are scared enough to, to vote them out. And I think it's going to actually engage the voting public. So yeah, I, I don't think he wins. I just, I don't see it. I can't see it. I don't see it. I think enough people come to their senses in the last election. I think you're going to see, the I think enough people are scared. Too. Yeah, I think so too. I totally agree. Of what he potentially could do. I, 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 I'm amazed that the Republican party isn't doing more to to sort of bring him down a notch mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like he seems to be running away with 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 the uh and who knows we got two years before they vote again a year and a half it's a it, year it's this year 2024 it's this, this year? year yeah yeah november okay well, november you can all hope that syphilis really starts to work <laughs> magic let's hope the syphilis really takes root and he starts like fucking convulsing during because that's the only it's thing crazy that's stop him is if people see that he's totally unhealthy and he can't actually fucking function. That, that'll be the only. Are way. you watching? Are you are you paying attention to what like I when I tune it in? I just I am just shocked every time I see him speak. Yeah, he's dumber and every, dumber. Like it's like his dementia's taking hold. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's talking about things and, and fucking him up, talking about whales and giraffes and debanking. He's literally in court he one day and just, on the campaign trail the next yeah, day. Dude, did you not hear what he just said? He in that clip, that last clip, he's like, you know what? The the banks are gonna try and steal your political beliefs. He just said that. The banks are gonna steal your political beliefs. And they're gonna debank you. And with that, they're gonna take your political beliefs. He just said that to your point. He's in court the other day talking about how it's a scam. This poor 80-year-old woman, death threats, thousands and thousands of death threats. E. Jean Carroll, lady that he was proved to have raped. And he's tweeting about how he never raped her. No big deal. Continue to bother her. Continue to harass her. All these things. She had to get a fucking pit bull. She got a gun. She got an electrified fence around her house. She broke yeah. as a result because she can't work. And, and America loves him. The Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by FactCheck.io. FactCheck.io, makers of the world's most comprehensive fact-checking software that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact-check anything that you read. It doesn't matter. If it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact-check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information so that you can give yourself agency over information in the age of disinformation. Again, Want to beta test their product? They're going to launch it in the next month or two. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. Back to the show. As always, the Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by our friends at factcheck.io. Factcheck.io. Do you believe? The good people at FactCheck are a quorum of software professionals, psychological professionals, journalists, that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact check anything that you read. It doesn't matter if it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information and alternative sources. And there's going to be a weapon button too, where you can turn that information around and put it back out there accurately to combat disinformation. The good people at factcheck.io are right now testing their beta version 
of their free program. Yes, it will be free for anybody who wants to use it. They want to battle disinformation because it is a problem. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. The world's most robust fact-checking disinformation software for news, social media, video, print, anything spoken word. These people are on the tip and they use some of the finest software technology to be able to give you the advantage when it comes to getting agency back in your life, when it comes to information that you read. Go to factcheck.io today for more information. Sign up for the beta test, F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. Like half America loves the guy. Well, and and a lot of people in positions to to maybe take them down a notch are scared of them. Yeah. Um, because of, because of that, because the, the, the threat, like anytime you get into, you get brought into his circle, um, there's an immediate danger to you and your family and, and, and everybody you're, uh, you know, surrounded with. If you say anything, it's, it's interesting. Uh, Haley today, um, she's one of the, her and DeSantis are running against him, right. For the, for the candidacy, um, to run the Republican part, party, she has really shifted gears because she was sort of fighting with DeSantis back and forth. Mm-hmm. And she's now it's, it's New Hampshire. Now they went from Iowa. They're now New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. New Hampshire. She has switched tactics. And that's another thing that I've been surprised about is that there, even the, even the people in their own party are refused to, to, to go after him, go head to head with him. Um, and she's really changed her focus. At least it's suggested today that that's what she's going to do. Now she's just going to go right after Trump. It'll be interesting to see how he responds to that because he does not respond well to being attacked when you, when, when he gets attacked, when he gets attacked by a man, it's, it looks like one thing and has a feel like another thing. But when he gets attacked by a woman, it's very different. Yeah, yeah. And and it it doesn't look good. It, no, but it, but he gives he gives like space to those cats. I don't know if you saw Sean Strickland's comment, a UFC presser the other day. A Canadian reporter was asking him about his comments about anti LGBTQ stuff. Sean Strickland, UFC champ. Uh, he fights for, this weekend, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's this weekend. He's a big Trump supporter. Uh, and he was the guy that a while ago talked about if he found out his kids would gay, he'd beat the shit out of him. If you remember that. Right. So, Oh, this yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know him. Shit Turd Island Cause he's a champ, but he's also just human garbage. And he parents, he's like Masvidal and the rest of those guys, Colby Covington from UFC who continually Covington, I think is doing it more as a joke. I got that sense. Colby Covington. Yeah. He's doing a great job of He's just a joke. I mean, it's a hell of a joke. I, I thought it was, it, it felt a little like theater to me. Yeah, like WWE. Strickland is not. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 he, he yeah, he's shit. So I want you to watch this. Yeah. It's three minutes long. Everybody, if you're listening to this, you can also watch this on YouTube, Dean Blundell Show or Cryer Media on YouTube instead of just listening to this so you can see the vitriol. Um, but this is the the space that he gives people, right? This is the alternative fact, the hateful alternative speech that people just call it. This al- is a very harsh clip. Oh, we should say awful. that. Right. It's awful. And I know people are kind of used to getting um, real content, but I think this this deserves a warning on the front end here. Dude. Yeah. Uh, pay special attention to the Canadian reporter that's asking um, Mr. Strickland about his views. And if he's going to use fight okay. time to continue to perpetrate those those views, 
like very, very innocuous questions. And I want you to listen to not only how he treats this reporter, which is Donald Trump-esque, right? But I want you to listen very carefully to the misinformation, the pipeline of misinformation that's gone into the United States about Canada and about the prime minister and about the inclusive rules that we have in this country for every ally of the LGBT community, which we all happen to be on this show. Super allies of people don't give a fuck what they do in their bedroom. Go and have sex with who you want. As long as you're happy, I'll be your friend. If you're going to be good to me, I'll be good to you. We have multiple LGBTQ people that work here at Cryer Media that I work with on a daily basis. We have a morning show that is hosted by one of the nicest men on the planet, Douglas Connors from the True North Eager Beaver podcast with our friend Paul. He is gay. Very proud. He's just a good guy. Greatest good guy. Just good people. I was on the phone with him yesterday for an hour talking about worrying about what people do out. Like it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. Stop the judgment. To your point, this is the kind of cover that guy gives people like Sean Strickland to talk like this. Glad to hear it's been great. Are you Canadian? Uh, of course I am. Are you part of the fucking opposition? Are you uh, I don't know how to phrase that. You I mean you got like fucking uh, yeah. Well I did want to ask you Did you vote for Trudeau? Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say. And, and let me tell you something right now. If a man says he's not gonna say, like, if you ask a motherfucker, did you vote for Biden? He's like, well, I'm not gonna say. That's none of your business. He voted for fucking Biden. Sean, so, hey, Sean, I'm glad you had great experiences. So this is Our, this uh, is what I'm talking about, you guys. The enemy, the enemy of Canada. Sure, sure. All right. That's what it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Uh, we've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian yeah. community in this city. I did want to ask you about something you wrote a couple of years ago. You said if I had a gay son, I would think I. Well, look, another another. I'm saying in the swamp, you guys, a swamp. You become a champion. You become a star. And, and someone said, let me ask you something. Are you, are you, are you gay? I had the chance no, to interact with a more diverse. Are you, let me, are you gay? Can I hear, can I get an answer? Well, no, I'm asking, I'm, this is a part of, are you, are you a gay man? I'm an ally of the community. Okay. If you had a son and he was like, you know, you had a son, he was gay. You'd be like, oh man, you don't, you don't want a grandkid. No problem with it. Oh man, well, dude, you're a weak fucking man, dude. You're like, you're part of the fucking problem. You elected Justin Trudeau. Like, when you fucking, when he sees the bank accounts, like, you're just fucking pathetic. And, and the fact that, the fact that you have no fucking backbone and, and has he shut down your fucking country and seized bank accounts, you ask me some stupid shit like that, go fuck yourself. Move the fuck on, man. Really, that doesn't really answer the question, but I did want to ask a- So there you go. I, I want to continue this in just a second, but I want to point something out before we do. Is uh, Justin that Trudeau didn't needs see, a medal. Justin Trudeau didn't seize bank accounts. CSIS seized bank accounts. Uh, and I'm not a Justin Trudeau guy at all. Um, lockdowns. That happened provincially, ordered provincially. Justin Trudeau did not order a single lockdown. So you want to talk about misinformation and hate-fueled misinformation that comes from guys like Joe Rogan, who talks to this guy weekly, who who communicates with this Plus guy. They had similar lockdowns in the United States of America. It right? fucking unbelievable. It happened around the world. Anyway, like, here's the rest of it. You said the the whole world. Yeah, we all had it. We all had it. Here's the, Everybody had here's it. Here's the rest. Trans community, you said uh, this past October when they announced the Bud Light sponsorship that you'd go so hard on Bud Light in your next fight, they'll have to accept me or denounce me when uh, when they know what and we'll know what they stand for. Are you this guy's like, nah, this Canadian's not that Canadian. Are you still going to use your fight time to kind of speak on that? Here's the thing about Bud Light. Here's the thing about Bud Light. <laughs> Ten years ago, uh, to be trans was a what? A mental fucking illness. And now all of a sudden, people like you have fucking weaseled your way in the world. You are you are an infection. 
You are the definition of weakness. Everything that is wrong with the world is because of fucking you. And the best thing is, is the world's not buying it. The world's not buying your fucking bullshit you're fucking peddling. The world is not saying, you know what? You're right. Fucking chicks have dicks. The world's not saying that. The world's saying, no, there are two genders. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, who they could fucking school. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, their sexual preference. Like, dude, this guy is a fucking enemy. Uh, you want to look at the fucking enemy to our world? It's that motherfucker right there asking these stupid fucking questions. Sorry, I'm, I, I told the UFC I was being nicer. Lance, Lance am, I, am I still good with this? Am I, did I cross any lines? Yeah. What the fuck? I didn't say the F word. You just brought this fucking guy in here to piss me off. Uh, was that on TV? Yeah. 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 Oh, that just makes me sick. I, I, there's so much to cover. We covered the first half of it already with misinformation, right? Uh, he just is a repeater of everything Joe Rogan says about Justin Trudeau, repeater of every fucking terrible trope that is absolutely untrue about this country. And that young man, I think, Sean Strickland, I think, hang I, on, let me, let me get fair, that young man, okay, Sean Strickland, is not a smart individual. That guy is as punch drunk, as dumb as they come. And he might be incredibly popular in Vaughn. He might be incredibly popular in certain parts of the country. He might be incredibly popular with people who don't have the ability to think critically or just repeat the things that they're told by their sages like Joe Rogan and Brett Weinstein and Jordan Peterson. He might be. And that's fine. That's totally that. Those are not alternative opinions. That is hate speech. That is a lie. That is bullshit. That is a dumb fucking human being, a hateful fucking human being repeating things that he knows nothing about because he has absolutely no leg to stand on intellectually, academically, civilly or socially. He's calling this gentleman who's asking a good question in good faith a disease because he's from Canada and may or may have not voted for Justin Trudeau and then got everything wrong after the fact. All of that is hate speech. It's like this comfortable place for idiots. If you can just tag in a guy like that emotionally, great. That guy right there is exactly is exactly who you're talking about when you're saying if you elect this gentleman, we're going to be in trouble because that guy is going to be allowed to continue to do Empowered. those things, say those yeah. things, and there are groups of people out there that'll be like, yeah, I'm uncomfortable around trans people too, so let's just say they have a fucking mental illness. What a piece of shit. I will say this. I, I want it. I just want to be careful because I don't think that everything out of Sean Strickland's mouth is parroted by uh, other podcasters and, and other people. Like, I don't, I think Joe Rogan is, is far more inclusive. I think he does have some very strong opinions about Canada and, and about Justin Trudeau and about what happened during the pandemic. Um, just, I think a lack of knowledge. Um, but I don't think he is as, Angry at the gays as that man is? Yeah, I don't think he is. As intimidated uh, that's, that's by someone the... else's sexual preference as that man is? Yeah. I, I just don't how do you get intimidated why... by that? Like how do you how do you get so full of anger over who someone else has sex with or who someone it else is attracted makes sense with? to me? How I don't get it. Why does that have to be your I don't know mission statement? And and you know what? It's interesting. He never really did answer the Bud Light question. 
<laughs> he didn't really answer any questions. He just used that guy as a punching bag. He dodged it. Yeah. That guy, you need to find the name of that reporter because he needs a medal. Yeah. He he does. I, I recognize his name. I can't. I I recognize his voice. I've heard him before. He really tried and I know to. We got to figure out who he is because somebody needs to send that guy a bottle of whiskey. Like he did an unbelievable job. He stayed calm. Yeah, didn't stutter. He's like, no, I want to know this answer. Do you like gay people? I'm an ally Good. of the community. No, did you vote for Trudeau? Rather than I say, fuck you if you voted for Trudeau. Everybody says he didn't vote for Biden. Voted for Biden. Everybody says it. Fuck it. Guys, like, no, here's still on the question. Still on the question. Still on the question. Good for him. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine Sean leaving that podium thinking that. He did good work. I can't imagine Sean leaving that podium thinking, to be honest with you. Like, can you imagine getting off? That was a good presser. (laughs) Hey, high five, guys. I feel stupid at the end of it, too. He's like, hey, did I cross the line? He looks at a UFC guy. Did I cross the line? I didn't say fuck. He said fuck 4,000 times in that presser and then said about 40 million other things that were 20 times worse than that. Like, like I give a shit about swearing. I could care less about swearing, to your point. If he got off that stage and looked at his manager and went, I crushed that. What do you think? His manager's face was like, what are you doing? Everyone was dying a slow death in that room. Everybody. No one clapped. No one appreciated it. Apparently, the 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 vibe in the room from some stuff I read from Ariel Helwani was like disbelief that someone could be that stupid, willingly stupid, which is amazing to me. It's like the fucking thing that makes me laugh the hardest about certain people is people with limited knowledge that think they're right. And they take that information and they weaponize it in the face of everybody who knows they're wrong. And they're still so incredibly fucking confident that they are. I love guys like that. Like part of me hates it. Most of me hates this guy. But part of me is just amazed that we have like a group of people out there that go, you know what? This is what I think. I'm allowed to say it. It's in my opinion. It's allowed, even though you're totally wrong. And they feel and this yeah. is the fucking thing that I love about these guys, too, is that they say they have a right to say those things. He's got a right to his opinion. I have a right to mine, which is to mock you for yours. So then they go, well, I can't believe you're saying this. You're a snowflake. How dare you elect? No, 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 no. Free speech is free speech. You, you, if you say that that man has the ability to voice his opinion, I have the ability to voice my opinion on his opinion as well. It's all good. It's all good. But they get so angry when you call them out on it. They get so pissed yeah. off and they send their we, bots we, and they we, call you a pedophile and a groomer if you stand up for any marginalized community and they try to shut you down. So it's amazing because the hypocrisy with which we respond to this kind of stuff is heavily weighted in assholes favor. Always has been. It's wild. Well, in 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 situations where we get a little bit of pushback on something where, you know, um, they, they think we're, you know, on the show, we may too left of a comment or something yeah um we'll get we'll get people we'll get a bit of an exchange and i i tell the guys and i also answer texts as well and comments on 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 social media i tell the guys just try to be as respectful as you possibly can and quite often in that sort of that that dialogue back and forth there is a moment where um you kind of you might catch them where they don't know how to respond. Mm-hmm. So then they come back at you with anger. And um, what Grant does all the time is he always likes to point out how much of a snowflake they are for getting angry for, and yet right at, at that point that incenses that. Oh, point. totally. Totally. 
they can you then, call you a then it's because total you like to help marginalized people but when you have an issue with what they say and you tell them that they're snowflakes they come unglued like the snowflakes unglued. That they are. it's the best it's unglued but they it. are generally it's funny it, they're quite they can be quite sensitive and, and especially if you point out things like and I don't do this very often because I don't engage in this this type of dialogue uh, on any scale, personally uh, or online or anything. But I find that I think there's a faction of the population, regardless of their belief structures or, or where they you know where they stand politically, that get some kind of energy or some kind of rush from being angry, and they go online to fuel that mm. and and they're they're kind of they need it for some reason i don't know if it's like an adrenaline or some kind of a drug to them but i do i do see i do see attempts at trying to get me going in particular and the only the only sort of justification i can think for it is they need it in their lives somehow i, I it, it somehow maybe fills a hole for them I think there's a lot of that out there right now. I think, you and- know what I think? I think that you're thinking this too much. You know when you see babies try to stick a square peg in a round hole and they f- throw their heads back and flail around yeah. on the ground because the square peg won't go in the round hole? You know that one? Yeah. Because they're just yeah. babies. Their brains aren't fully formed. They don't understand that that just won't work. That's what I think we're dealing with here. In that man's case. And generally you know what's interesting, in though? cases, it's like... Man, my brain doesn't function like everybody else's. I can't go from A to B to Z to D. I can't do any of those things. So I'm just going to rage about what's familiar to me, and I'm going to sit in that anger because it's familiar to me. Because I can't, I can't possibly think my way through this. I can't possibly apply critical thought to the situation. I can't be progressive because I don't understand gay people, uh, and because I'm grossed out or threatened by it. I'm just going to be angry about it. And that's what that is. He's just too stupid to understand that it has nothing to do with him. Like nothing. I did actually have somebody from the trans community reach out to me after one of our discussions last year and pointed out something that I thought was interesting. And I'm not sure if I brought this up. Uh, Of course I am. Are you part of Sorry. That's okay. Um, And, and this individual suggested that uh, I'm not going to mention their name because I didn't ask for permission to, to talk about our exchange, but um, this person mentioned that because they're in the community, they're aware quite often that some of this anger stems from their lack of understanding of their own sexuality. And quite often um, what will end up happening is if you are maybe, if you do have some thoughts one way or the other, that aren't traditional or aren't like the rest of the guys in the gym that you're working out with and you don't understand it, you might be angry about it and that you lash out that it, 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 it does manifest itself in anger. Now I'm not suggesting that Sean Strickland's gay, but maybe he struggled with his sexuality at some point and this is where he ended up, you know? I mean, and that was brought to my attention something I didn't think about from somebody in the trans community who has seen it um, from other people in the community. Um, the best offense you know, before is the they... defense, right? Like the best defense is a good offense yeah. for guys like that, that struggle with their sexuality. And that happens a lot. Yeah. Like I know, I know a gentleman that, you know, 
that put on this big machismo front for a really long period of time and then got let go because of how he treated women. And why did he treat women and gay people this way? Women and gay people. Because he was bisexual and he was a, this deeply held, he was struggling weird with weird secret where he was like, I, I, I'm yeah. just angry. I'm angry that I feel this way. I'm angry that I was brought up with a certain set of rules. I've talked to him about it. I'm angry about this and that and this. And so that's how it came out. It came out in anger. To your point, I think you're 100% right. I think your trans friend that called you and said, hey, I bet you that guy wouldn't mind going to the movies with another dude sitting in the back. That's probably where he's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the, the, at the end of the day, that's that's kind of where we started at the beginning of this conversation. Just We just got to stop judging people. Yeah. Right. Because I think that judgment piece is, is not, it's not helping it. It's just getting in the way of everybody just being themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you do not want to see my, my Pornhub search. You do not. It'll change your opinion of me. Hey, did you see the Pope? You see what the Pope said the other day? (laughs) By the way, speaking of Pornhub. Did the Pope, the Pope. Did the Pope admit he was on Pornhub? <laughs> you remember a couple of years ago where the Pope liked a picture of this topless model who just flashed her boobs all over the place on Instagram? You remember that? It was a big thing. <laughs> Nuns gone wild. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, who liked that picture? And the, and the Pope's office is like, somebody in the office, but it wasn't the Pope. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Pope put out a notice and he's like, hey, guys, listen orgasms are fine sex is great what isn't great is pornography such bullshit uh he said quote sexual pleasure is a gift from god but catholics must avoid pornography he said that yesterday i'm like what the pontiff made the remarks during a catechist devoted to the vice of lust at some fucking general audience in saint peter's square he said sexual preference preference pleasure rather was something to be cherished he said but it was being undermined by pornography it's never happened. Before. Why is it funny that lice, the vice of lust was was uh, was at St. Peter's Square? I don't know why. There's a joke there, though. We must defend love, the Pope said. Winning against the battle of lust can be a lifelong undertaking. Francis appeared to be responding to conservative critics who were incensed last week after a book resurfaced featuring sexually explicit content written decades ago by the Vatican's head of doctrine he basically went on to say hey listen orgasms are great sexual lust is great pornography is bad all of those things are a hundred percent correct correct and a hundred percent wrong at the same time depending on where you're from i have never ever ever and this is the truth i have never ever ever sought any kind of Moral sexual advice from a eunuch. Have you? Oh, did, when you become the Pope, do they get your balls off? Well, no. Do they? No, my point is this. He knows nothing oh. about this subject. Oh, okay. The Pope knows nothing about orgasms. I know nothing about religion. So I was, you just about took me down a hole. <laughs> he knows nothing about sex, marriage, love. He knows nothing about relationships with another woman. He's no knows nothing about sexual gratification. So for him to say it's a gift from God, how the fuck would he know? And how does he know porn as bad as he's never watched it? There's great porn out there. Like really, really great loving pornography out there. Is there really aggressive pornography with Mr. Bill in a yeah. mask? Sure there is. Pope. <laughs> sure. Stay away from that if it freaks you out. Are there torture racks? Never search J-Rock. 
are there torture racks and hentai porn that might scare the shit out of a few nuns and a couple of fathers? What's hentai? Uh, it's where I, you tie people up into these weird like web tie things and then uh, go okay. Yeah, yeah. David Carradine gonna... died from it in a closet. If you remember the Kung Fu Master. Oh, years ago. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, he was he was whacking off and and doing hentai. Asphyxiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He, did, he did it all, but. But like I got to know your knots. People. I don't understand why that's even news other than the fact he's finally addressing sex and he's basically telling everybody to stop watching porn, which has nothing to do with sex, by the way, like nothing. It's just people like to watch porn. You might have sex after you might get turned on. You might need it as a marital aid. A lot of women do. A lot of men do. A lot of men and women will sit and watch pornography together, get them in the mood, get them feeling good before they get into each other's gear. So he knows nothing <laughs> about what he's talking about. Like absolutely nothing. I cannot believe he's in charge of the Catholics. It's bullshit. Yeah. 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 He says. <laughs> Well, seriously, are you going to go to the Pope for advice on how to have sex? No, no, but I think as a leader of that organization and 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 that being a big part of the sort of the, the guilt and the messaging behind religion, I don't think it's completely unwarranted for him to step in and make a comment and I, I, about oh, it. Sorry, like, sorry. Do, do you go to the doctor? And tell the doctor how do you do your appendectomy? No, because you've no, never no. taken any medical training, and you have none. You have I'm not that upset about he the Pope. Never had making the comments. He's never had sex. Yeah. He's never been married. And if he's had an orgasm, he's not supposed to, because that's not allowed in the church either. You're not allowed, you're not to, even allowed to whack off if you're a if you're a, a, a Pope. No, you're not allowed to jerk off. Absolutely not. It's against the rules. Self pleasure. That can't, of the flesh that cannot be a thing. No, I'm telling you, it's true. They look at it like it's a sin. Dude, I remember when I was a kid. This is a great story. So I'm in the sixth grade. My dad's like, we're going to church. I'm like, so all popes are liars. Totally. All liars. That guy doesn't. He, he he totally jerks off, even though he's not supposed to. They all do. Every The nuns jerk off. The priests jerk off. The fucking superintendents jerk off. The, the Swiss guard jerks off. Everybody jerks off, dude. It's, it's fucking normal. It's just what everybody should be doing. It's good for you. It's healthy. So I'm in the sixth grade. My dad goes, okay, boys, says me and my How boys. old are you in the sixth grade? Sixth grade, 12. He's like, we're, 12. we're going to- Oh, so you're fully, you're fully in. Had never, I, dude, I hadn't jerked off yet. It was, like, it was like, yeah, 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 12. I was like, I think 13 or 14 the first time where I'm like, this is incredible. How can this be bad? But I must, I, I must have started when I was about 11 right, or 12. All right. As an early Thank bloomer. You. Congratulations. I, I'm trying, I'm just thinking about the spot I was and how old. <laughs> so- so my dad drags me out to this thing at the church and it's this video presentation that's two hours long from this guy who runs an organization called Focus on the Family. His name's James Dobson. This is a true story. So my dad, we, Why do I know that we walk into the church. There's a big poster up. It's like masturbation is a sin. That was the poster presentation by Dr. James Dobson from Focus on the Family. And I'm like, what are we talking about today? What's happening today? My dad's like, just shut up and go in there. So I go into the sit church, down. sit down in a pew. They're like, hey, everybody, welcome. You know, the as we all know, lust is a sin. And I remember it clear as day. Lust is a sin. And we need to prevent our young men from letting the devil inside their bodies through the physical activity of masturbation. So 
without and at this point you don't even know what it no is. No idea. I'm 12, dude. I'm still watching Flintstones at lunch, like from lunch break. Come home for lunch, watch Flintstones, go back to school, come home. I'm sure I was listen to a quiet riot record. My, no. I was full on in my whack off. I'm sure you were. 12. I'm sure you were. You're locked yeah. on cross. I get it. So for two hours, I sit through this presentation where this guy's talking about how you can die if you jerk off, how you can get possessed by the devil and his legion of demons, which will enter your body through your penis if you masturbate, and the impure thoughts and how far that takes you away from your Lord. For two hours at the age of six, I had my hands over my fucking eyes like this, and I was plugging my ears with my thumbs because I was so embarrassed for everybody else in the stands and the crowd. And it's all these guys with their dads, like all people my age, some younger, some older. This presentation was for two hours, and all it did for two hours was convince every single person in that audience that masturbation is the fastest way to get possessed by demons. 100%. What religion were you? Same, Christian. Yeah, same. Okay. I'm not even kidding you. The evangelical faith, Catholic faith, all of those Abrahamic faiths, they all say the same thing. Which is like, Man, I dodged a bullet being raised by hippies. <laughs> <laughs> totally they're like go ahead do it in the kitchen if you like we don't care we're hippies <laughs> i wasn't encouraged to do it in public <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of discussion about it but it wasn't like the devil was going to enter my body oh, yeah, well, my dick. that's that's what i was dealing with in my teen years that hey, that just, really, really get that to- really really explains a lot about you <laughs> Anyway, you wonder you why all these kids and people have all these weird kinks, right? Yeah, when they get old, that's gonna that is gonna screw a kid up. <laughs> oh, dude, it screwed me up forever. I remember being 14, 15, 16, being so embarrassed that I'd let the Lord down after whacking off. I was, but I, I was, uh, I, I let the Lord, I, I seriously let the Lord down two, three times a day till I was like 30. I'd, let, I'd go home and let the Lord down at lunch. I'd come home from a pep rally after making out with my high school girlfriend. I'd let the Lord down in my dorm room. It was incredible how many times I let the Lord down after that speech. I'm like, I guess this is a sin. I'm going straight to hell, but I cannot stop. We um, we we had a discussion a couple of years ago on the show. And uh, I, I don't know why we're bringing up Jimmy so much on the podcast, but my little buddy, James P. White, is a, is a frequent masturbator and has... And over the years, has referenced the fact that he does it quite a bit. He's also a religious man, right? And I, I, I we really didn't get down to brass I'd like tacks. To know, I'd until, like to know from Jimmy if he feels guilt after he gives it a pull because of his religious I suffering. I think there's you. a lot of guilt there, and I'll, I'll prove it. I'll prove it by, <laughs> by the story. So we were talking about the, like how many times you do it in a healthy amount, and, um, and quite often we we will finish a discussion like this with Jimmy, right? Because he's quite often the funny and quite often the unpredictable answer to whatever question we're discussing. And again, I don't remember exactly how we got into it, but it was about what is a healthy, normal male masturbation schedule. If you're at this age, if you're married, blah, blah, blah. And I admitted that, that, you know what, 
if I'm lucky, I might get two in a day, but in generally once a day kind of guy. Grant said, yeah, I'm maybe I'm once a guy. He's a little shyer than than Jimmy and I. We we overshare. Um, but before we got into our discussion, Jimmy weighed in right out of the gates and said, Yeah, no, I'm about four or five. And a day? A day. <laughs> and he dropped it not like he thought it would like shock it us. Like it was totally normal. Yeah. Yes. I love that. And um yeah. And so he has admitted that he has slowed that down because we brought we brought it to his attention that that might be an obscene number. <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, what are you? That's a lot. Five that's a lot of masturbation. Like, that's a lot of time. I don't have that much. It's going to be raw. Like, <laughs> talk about sores on your hands. Talk about syphilis hands. <laughs> I, I, dude, I'm just looking this up now. PlannedParenthood.org. How much masturbation is too much? Listen to this. Tell this to Jimmy. I'll send this to you when I'm done. We, I think we read exactly this to him. Some, mas- it, it, some it, people masturbate often, it says, every day or even more than once a day. Some people masturbate closer to once a week or once every few weeks or every now and again. Some people never masturbate, and that's fine too. All of these are perfectly normal. Masturbation only becomes too much if it gets in the way of your job, your responsibilities, <laughs> or your social life. Now, if masturbation- well, that's what he said. I get to work on time. Is that what he says? <laughs> I'm always here on time. Because we started to look up the fact that it was an unhealthy amount and that he might have a problem and that we were going to get him some help. No, dude. No, 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 no. He's just, he's gifted. He's one of those guys that has to have masturbate like four or five times a day. We have actually. I I don't even um, have an interest to do that four or five times a day. Like if someone said to me, would you want to, if you had the time, I'd say no. And if they said, would you have enough interest to do that four or five times a day? I'd say, absolutely not. I have other things to do. I'm not even a daily guy anymore. And if I, I, like being a a tri-weekly guy, sure. Absolutely. Get it. Nature sleeping pill right before you go to bed. Boom, boom, done. Go to bed. Melatonin pot. I'm out. I get it. But to like to make an appointment or to stop what you're doing, because at some point, if you're masturbating five times a day, like Jimmy, you have to stop what you're doing. Right. I can't, how do you do that? How do you go? Uh, yeah, I'm just in the middle of typing up some show prep. I'm going to go bust a nut. I that's what I said to him. I said, so do you like how long does it take? Because, listen, that's a time commitment, a, too. Like, if it takes more than three well, minutes, you do it five times a day. That's 15 minutes of your day that you lost. Three minutes. If you're getting her done in three minutes, you're you're better at it than I am. <laughs> I need to set the mood. <laughs> you put on you music. Candle. You put on music first. Little Sade, smooth operator. <laughs> Prepare the lighting. <laughs> Maybe bring up some hentai porn. I've never done that, but you know, I'm searching that next as soon as we're done. Yeah, here. I don't get it. It's one of those porn categories where you're like, I, who, yeah. who searches this shit out? You're just tying people up. It's all you're doing. There was one day I almost decided to quit masturbating because I am friends with a little person. And quite often what will happen is, is your algorithm like what it'll figure out what you day like. You almost decided to quit. Now I'll tell you, this is what happened. All right, and then we'll let you go. We'll wrap so it up here. I pull up. 
I pull up Pornhub and I, you know, and you're searching through the videos just to sort of see what, um, what the recommendations were. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I was scrolling through and we talk about, I'm not going to get into it, but we talk about glory holes all the time on our show. And we actually have a webpage. Like I, I bought a, uh, I bought a URL edmontonglorytours.com you can go look at it and um anyway it, it's just been this ongoing joke on the show and so i get to this glory hole video and i'm like that's weird that's a little too close to home it's going to be a little more difficult to get myself back up and going here i'm not into glory hole porn why is that there and then the next video was a little person and I got to tell you, I never searched that. I have no desire to look at that, but it was two back-to-back videos that basically ended my momentum that I had. Whatever momentum I had to continue that process stopped, and I'm like, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> it took me two or three days to recover. <laughs> I do not need to, because all little people look the same. Yeah. So it was a video. It was a picture of a still shot of my friend, who, by the way, got asked to be in a porn. Oh, he's and we spent do it. weeks trying to tell him to do it, and he didn't. He didn't. He, did he, he get paid? Out. Did he get offered money for it? Oh yeah, yeah. It was. Um, he was at the sex show in town. the The taboo, naughty and nice sex yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some woman who produces porn pulled him aside and um, wanted him to do a porn. And the con we didn't get into the concept or anything like that because he he kind of said no right out of the gates. But you know those VR glasses, yeah. the the things you put around your head or whatever. Yeah. I guess there's a lot of porn. Oh, in that dude, world. and it is disconcerting. I've watched porn on an Oculus set before for like have. two minutes because my buddy's like, "Hey, you got to check this out." And it literally felt like I was going to get hit with a big stream. Like I was like, I can't look at that. I, I you're, it's disgusting. Like it's, it was right in your face. It was like, wow. Okay. There it is. Everything's right there. And it's like 360 pan vision. I'm like, am I going to get sprayed? And he's like, no, take the headset off. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> it's way too. I need privacy yeah, when I'm porn, doing VR porn, porn is thing. way too realistic. You can see way is too it? much. Yeah, it's awful. See, and she she had this idea this that that you know that it would be an interesting porn for that that thing mm. VR or whatever it is virtual reality. So she was trying to talk him into um, doing it. She gave him her card and everything like that, and he he couldn't do it. Yeah, we begged him. We begged him oh, to get dude. into it. Yeah, yeah, because you wanted to be on set, right? You wanted to be his manager. No, no, I don't think I could. And then, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why he turned it down. Like, because he is a bit of a freak. Like Jimmy will admit that. Yeah, he's got some kinks, um, right? Like he likes. But and he likes our point girls. was he likes rough stuff. He likes like dumb. He likes being yeah. dominated. Yeah, cool yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. goes. He. When that show's in town, he hangs out there the whole weekend. He loves yeah, those it. are his people, uh, which is great. Good for him, right? Um, so we were surprised he didn't jump in. I'd with pay both big feet. money to see him in a bondage mask, actually. Well, I yeah. told him, I said, "Listen, if you do do it, um, you just need to be prepared that we're going to probably do a special release, give away some DVDs on the show. It's not like we'll make a big deal about it. We'll have a, a showing at we'll a theater. We'll only have a three month promo." <laughs> 
where you could qualify to film your own porn with you, Jimmy. But other than that, it's going to be light. You'll love it. <laughs> ah, Thanks, buddy. Great to see you. Good stuff today. Yeah, it was right, fun. Uh, appreciate your time. Good to see you. Lachlan Cross, 957 Cruise FM in Edmonton is where you can find him at Lachlan Cross on Twitter. Thanks, pal. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, there you go. Lock and cross, everybody. Thanks uh, to you for watching the show. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, and thanks to our friends and partners at Cantorque for making this possible. Cantorque, makers of industrial, hardworking, rugged torque wrenches for industries around the world. Doesn't matter what they are. Heavy machinery, nuclear, railroad, forestry, uh, manufacturing. They've got all the solutions for torque wrenches. Your bolting solutions under one roof. They do it for industry around the world, heavy industry around the world. Uh, if it's in Dubai, it could be in uh, UAE, it could be uh, in Europe. It doesn't matter. This guy, this guy it's worldwide. That's what Cantorque does and they're the best in the world at it. Uh, tool rentals, calibration services, repairs, custom fabrication and distribution uh, opportunities. Cantorque can give you this complete range of services, products, making them your one-stop destination for all your bolting needs. And Colin is a mensch. Go to Cantork.com today, sub to their podcast on the front page of their site. They've got a brand new website where you can check out all their wares. And if you're in heavy industry and you're in need of a bolting solution you can't find, these are your people, proudly Canadian-made, Canadian-owned, Canadian-manufactured. They do everything in Canada. That's why I love calling. Go to Cantork.com today. Muse on the Mic, special podcast from Emily and Riley. They're in our network, and they own a place called Muse Massage Spa, MuseMassageSpa.com. They just launched their podcast called Muse on the Mic, taking you behind the scenes of the body rub industry, the sex work industry. These are advocates, educators, sexologists that want to take you through a healthy experience and encourage you to explore all of their wares, including their podcast. Go to musemassagespa.com. Give them a call at 416-739-6668 and simply download their podcast. All you got to do is subscribe to it anywhere you get your fine podcast, Muse on the Mic, or they've got a Muse on the Mic Patreon channel. That's where all, all the juice gets aired. So go there today, check them out, download and sub their podcast. Emily and Riley are wonderful people. Uh, and get their podcast today. Again, Muse on the Mic. And of course, brought to you by our friends at Gitch. Luxury branded underwear, boxer briefs, buy three, get one free. Use promo code GITCH3 when you check out. These are underwear that are engineered for any level of performance by Canadians, for Canadians. The pouch is bigger. That's the difference. You can get a four-pack, you can get a one-pack. But if you get the four-pack, you get that fourth for free when you use promo code GITCH3 at checkout. GITCH3 at checkout. And you'll get an extra 15% off your entire purchase if you give them your email address. Super simple. Very easy to use. Edsfineimports.com. All the sizes that you want. Gitch, Canada's number one luxury branded underwear. Boxer briefs, pouch in the front. Again, I say this all the time. You can't miss. I guarantee you'll love these underwear. And who doesn't want a free pair when you order three or more? Gitch3 is your promo code. Edsfineimports.com. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget everything we do is at Cryer Media, Cryer.co. Sub to our podcast anywhere you get your fine podcast. Google, Apple, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube. Cryer Media, Dean Blundell Show on YouTube as well. Have a wonderful day. We'll be back tomorrow. Try to be good to each other. Uh, keep watching Donald Trump. Send me all the clips that you can. That guy is losing his syphilis mind. I love it. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.
I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.